That's cool. You know, I've I've had a friend tell me that you know when somebody has a sensitive spirit that you do allow yourself to be more open to you know hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are like, "Well, I don't hear God. Like I don't hear God or like God speak to me." And the Bible is literally the word of God. <laughs> like, exactly. It's the word of God. Like yeah. if, if you're looking for something, you know, and you could you could read the Bible and that's him speaking to you uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then you can also have other things that he says to you or like revelations Ideas, from the exact dreams. same scriptures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. things go off of that. So Yum. that's really a, a great way to kind of spark that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just don't realize you got to get quiet. You know, we're really busy. There's so much electromagnetic energy with all of these cell phones and computers and TVs, which all of those are very, very major blessings in this in this day and age we live in. But I get I get connected with nature at least once per day. I go out in my backyard. I got a lot of plants and stuff like that, growing fruit trees and stuff in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll just find myself looking into the clouds and looking at birds and looking at animals and looking at 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 nature. And Mother Nature is such a blessing. God gave us Mother Nature to nurture us. And in those moments when you get quiet, you might get an, an inspiration from a thought or a feeling, or an experience, or a direct word. One of those Mm -hmm. four. Thought, Mm -hmm. word, I'm sorry, thought, feeling, an experience in your life, or a direct word that you can almost even hear inside of you. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So y'all y'all meet you know you Mm -hmm. you've been working on yourself you've been working on yourself Mm -hmm. you had the ring y'all had the conversation you know what what happens next so we were communicating and we're both we're both entrepreneurs and i just said oh congratulations you're engaged and she said no actually i'm engaged to myself and if i would have acted out what i thought i like would have fall back completely on my back (laughs) with like my hands and arms up because like what i appreciate most personally is somebody who values and loves themselves because I value and love myself. And we're all children of God, but not everybody acts like it. Not everybody acts like an heir to the throne that God has given us. We are royalty. You know, we are his children. And the thing that you must understand when manifesting your soulmate is that you've got to love yourself. You've got to know your value. You've got to see your value before anybody else will. So when I see a woman that respects herself in that way, I was I was very intrigued. I said, wow, this is this is not something I see at my age usually. You know, I'm 26, Megan's 24. This was a year ago. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So then we get to talking, and then I said, um, how old are you, by the way? She said, 23. I just had a birthday. I said, oh, when's your birthday? She said, October 24th, 1995. And I said, no way, my birthday's October 19th. But here's where it gets really crazy. This is crazy. But... I had actually just gotten out of a relationship with a woman who was born on October 24th, 1995, between the hours of 2 and 3 p.m. So it was the same birthday? Megan was born October born. 24th, 1995, between the hours of 2 and 3 p.m. Wow. Literally the same type. hour. I have a type. Of birth. <laughs> I have a type. <laughs> He's a very specific type. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so what that meant to me was. okay if you guys could see my face it's kind of like the cross-eyed like what and um i I didn't i I didn't know what are the chances i didn't know what to think of that right but i just thought okay god must be using this experience and that experience to speak to me in this scenario in some way but the even crazier thing is on october 24th 2018 which was just two weeks before november 9th 
I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My cousin and I were going to a, a basketball game, and there was a homeless person on the side of the street that I decided to help out and give some money. Well, God works in very mysterious ways. I came back to the car after the game, and my entire bag was stolen with my wallet, with my passport, with all my they cards. broke into the car. From they your car. From okay. the car, and a Man. lot of personal belongings. And that's what I thought at first. I said, I was almost like Jesus on the cross, like, my God, why have you <laughs> forsaken me? Yeah. But I just said, you know what? God loves me, and God, my ways are not God's ways. I don't know what this means. Let me just go ahead and trust life. And I actually had to go to Houston on Friday, um, like the very last day possible, to get my emergency one-day passport from the downtown Houston passport office before my flight was leaving to Canada the next day because my, my passport was stolen. And it was such a crazy story that I literally had to keep pushing through in order to get to this this person that was waiting for me in Canada, but I didn't know. And the thing that I, I kind of liken that to is when life gets tough, are you going to trust God? Are you going to push forward in faith? Are you going to believe the promises that have been given to you? Are you going to just give up? Give up? Yeah, you could have easily given up. You could have easily said... Hey, you know, it's not meant to be. It got stolen. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to go get this emergency, you know, passport. And I won't, or just not get it. I wouldn't be able to go to Canada and we yeah. would be sitting here right now. Wow. Or and maybe we would be, be some other either. magical way. I don't, I don't know. God yeah. works in mysterious ways. But yeah. yeah. But the thing was, it was stolen on her birthday. So one thing you also must understand is that when you're going to go into another level of your life, when you're going to go into an upgraded experience that you're currently having, you're going to have to get rid of some things. And the things that were in that bag, even though they were they were sentimental and they were valuable, it was almost like symbolism for just like out with the old, mm-hmm. in with the new. And I didn't know what that new was until I got married only three, four months later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after that that experience and that encounter, three, four months later, y'all, y'all knew it's time. Let's get married. There, there's a lot more to the story, Megan. Do you want to? Well, basically, we finally exchanged contact information, but still, there was no, yeah, there was no vibes. Like, there wasn't, (laughs) there there wasn't a direct, like, okay, this person is going to be my person. Yeah. And, um, I Mm -hmm. went home from that retreat, and the first thing I opened Facebook, the first thing I saw was a Facebook Live that Jacob did, and he was explaining, you know, his entrepreneurial, like, um, experiences and all that kind of stuff. So I commented and I said, next time you're in Toronto, please invite me to one of your talks. Cool. And he had reached out to me and said, um, you know, just started a conversation with me that night. I ended up having a dream about him teaching me, um, how to speak to people. And he was like, you know, that's something I can do for you. And we ended up, um, speaking over the phone a couple times and he had just casually invited me, Hey, if you're ever in Houston and you want to check out the real estate market, cause I was in real estate at the time, you can totally come down. I'll show you a couple things. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I barely know you, but you know, for some reason, that invitation kept replaying in my head. And I, for some reason, just opened my laptop up and started looking at flights. And that's so out of character for me, but there was a calling. And it, yeah. And what we talk about in the book is you have to just surrender to these callings and really trust that your intuition is right. Your intuition is God speaking to you. And you need to follow that if you want to see the results in your life of pure love mm-hmm. and, you know, magicness, you know. So, um we couldn't figure out dates and we finally like i we just finally picked a date and um we i landed in houston december 14th 2018 
and I've never left. <laughs> and you didn't go back? No. You didn't you have you you haven't been back to Toronto? No. Had oh, you been I to couldn't. Texas before? No. I, I couldn't go back because of immigration because we got we decided to get married. Yes. Right? But um I ended up going back um because my, my grandfather had passed away. But that was a really beautiful experience because, you know, I got to say hello to the family and I was pregnant at the time they got to see our baby. Wow. And the day of his funeral. Yeah. Was exactly one year to the to the was time. November ninth, yeah. two thousand nineteen. One year to the day of when we officially met. Now get this. The day Megan landed in Houston was December fourteenth, twenty eighteen. The day we first officially met was December fourteenth, twenty seventeen. So one year to the day that we ever laid eyes on and each other. <laughs> after she landed, about I don't know. First day we're getting along great. Second day we actually got in a huge fight. It was just a misunderstanding because <laughs> when you meet your soulmate, we'll tell you this. There's a lot of energy, mm-hmm. passion, drive, all that there. Two worlds collide. Two worlds collide. And it's almost like your entire life has led you to this moment. And sometimes you can have major disagreements because you are almost like two. Like it's almost like you're the same person in some ways mm-hmm. because two hearts make one. And if you really do believe that there was a person that was made perfectly for you, which some people do, some people don't. I totally do. do. You you do believe that? One hundred thousand yeah. percent. Okay. Absolutely. You know, God made all of us with every perfect thing in mind, and that includes our perfect divine complement, that beautiful person. Yeah, I was wondering, I remember being a kid growing up. I grew up in the church, and, mm-hmm. and actually this church. I came to this church when I was about 10 years old. Oh, wow. It was my first time that I that I came here. Mm-hmm. But my parents, even before that, were, you know, God has somebody for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. God has someone for you. God mm-hmm. has someone for you. And you just hear that. And, I, you know, I believed it. And then after, there was a time in my life where I was like, I don't know if I believe that anymore. Is there somebody out there that's perfect for me? I don't know. And what do you what do you do if like you mess up that situation or you see that, you know, there was a mistake or hey, this isn't a good relationship? Like what happens then, you know? Are you are you speaking of a person who might be in a relationship that they're It's probably not their soulmate. Let's say God has someone <laughs> for them, but then like you you know, you're thinking and listening to this conversation and be like, "Yeah, Maybe I'm married to this person and they are not my soulmate. So they need to work on themselves and so do I. Well, know? so you can be happy in any relationship. Um, it completely depends on I'm not gonna give anybody any marital advice here, but <laughs> yeah. what, what one thing that we're also gonna come out with as a as a following book from Manifesting Your Soulmate is creating love in every moment, or at least as every moment as often as possible, once you have found that special person. And if if you feel I can't really go like, do you really want me to go there? Like if you feel like you're with somebody that's not your soulmate, it's completely yeah. depends on what you want. If you I guess. Yeah, because you can be I, I believe you can be in a happy relationship. You can make it. Yes. you can make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but you don't want to just make it work. You want magic. You want magic. <laughs> but the thing is, you will not meet your soulmate until you're ready. It's yeah. unmess upable. It's unavoidable to meet your soulmate. We didn't meet until we were absolutely ready. We we were until we are at a place in ourselves where we're absolutely ready. You won't meet them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Y'all yeah. y'all were ready because you had you had the opportunity to make it happen the year before. Mm-hmm. Kind, kind but y'all of, but weren't we were, ready. We were both in relationships, and we, both we needed had a that lot, experience. We both yeah. had a lot that we still needed to resolve within ourselves because we had negative negative um, self images, mm-hmm. programs, baggage from previous relationships, stuff we saw growing up. We weren't at at peace with ourselves. Quite at that point, if we were, we would we would have come together, but we we didn't. We had a lot still to to do to manifest this love that we currently have, and we still 
work on it every single day. One thing I want to say is that once you find your soulmate, life doesn't get perfect. You know, we have disagreements. Mm -hmm. We have things that we don't agree on still. We have miscommunications, but we love each other more than anything, and we trust each other more than anything, and we have a solid foundation of trust and love and respect where we can communicate with each other honestly and openly, non-violently, not by violently, I don't take that the wrong way, non-threateningly, non-aggressively communicate with each other and say, hey baby, you know, when you, when you did that, this is how that made me feel. Oh wow, I had no idea. You know I wouldn't mean to hurt you, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Adjust the behavior. And then, you know, after a time or two of, of doing that with each little thing and area in the relationship, eventually you reach an area of, of overlying peace. Mm-hmm. And we still have little disagreements, but there's so much more far and few in between than they were before. And it's just a constant thing of like, I love me, I love you, I love God. Let's take care of ourselves and each other. Let's communicate. Let's respect each other. Let's have respectful boundaries in our relationship. What are boundaries? Boundaries are sacred, the sacred container of your relationship. So for us, like, I, I, I don't know what everyone else does with their relationship, but for us, like, we have a very special sacred container that we are in, which means, like, Sometimes, like, I see people that are in relationships and, and they're, you know, out and about. And while their partner's not around, it, it's innocent, but they're flirty or they're a little bit they're a little bit extra. And that's whatever. Everyone has their own preference. But for me, like, you're taking away from your beautiful, sacred relationship every time that you do that for something that is not even close to that just for a second of you know, excitement or just a little, a little zing of energy or whatever by just being a little bit flirty. And it's not something that everybody talks about, but like, we don't have any of that because it's just not tolerable. Like there's no point in it. We have very solid boundaries. We're very clear on our communication with each other. And we just say, Hey, like certain communications, certain sentences, certain words or certain whatever that stays between us. That's it. There's none of that. Anybody outside of me, any other person outside of me, they're not going to get a vibe from me. Like, period. There's no, there's no confusing it. And, and same thing with Megan. There's, we keep it, you know, when we're dealing with, with people out and about in our daily life, like, they know where we stand. Um, and we, like, if we're dealing with people in business, we keep it business. You know, you, and in life, you don't need to be so free or open or flirty with every person to get them to, to like you or want to be a part of your life. Just be respectful, be authentic, respect them. And when you pour all of that energy into your relationship, into your marriage or into whatever you have going on, that's going to come back to you because you have a safe space of intimacy Mm -hmm. between you and your partner. And love can flourish and flourish and flourish like a like a bamboo garden. It just keeps growing. There's no limit. That's awesome.